you don't have time to talk to your plants. So I'm going to talk to them for you. You can go on about your business, whether that's to class or the office, or fixing dinner, or making love. Don't worry. They'll listen to me. Let's begin. Train. Oh, cool. I've been wondering when I would bump into you. I was just, uh, sorry. I gotta go. Um, I'll call you back later. Hey, how you been, man? <laughs> been alright. It's good to see you. Uh, what, uh, where are you heading? Ah, dude, it's gonna be fabulous. I got, I'll tell you all about it. Were you, did you just get on this train at Umami Planet? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, so, <clears throat> I was on the train and then I stopped off at Umami Planet and I got completely lost over there. Yeah, I was over there for like a couple weeks, uh, but yeah, back on the train now. That was a whole. That was a. It's a sight to see, man. Have you spent time there? Yeah, not before. I was my. It was my first decade in Umami. Uh, it was like. Uh, it smells good. It's so. The smells are oof. good there. Like everywhere you go, it's amazing because the, there's like such. It's so good too to for photographs. Like I don't know if you're on any sort of a photograph-based uh, social contagion platform, but. Like, I like to take photographs of me in cool places that I go and then share them um, contagiously with my friends. It is a, I gotta say, that planet is a sensory experience. It's photogenic. Everywhere you That's, go, you can take a photo. The bathrooms look nice. There's, yeah. there's the, there are walls it with looks nice. beautiful it smells phrases nice. painted on them. It glows. The, 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 the railings in public have velvet on them. That blew my mind. It's just like a soft, mossy, just like, mm. Everything is neon. You just want to touch everything. It's yeah. so good. I it's too bad everybody's passive aggressive and shitty. Yeah. Yeah, I did feel that uh, that going on culturally. I mean, and also, everywhere does kind of look the same. Uh, like, if you, yeah, it's if you like, go to any restaurant, they got the Edison bulbs dangling bare from the ceiling, and they got. It's the nice, like they like, had the end of the wood. movie, like the climax in the movie, just continually. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like, uh, it's like, it's like, you ever, you ever watch old um, 2010s movies when they have a drug trip and they're like doing all the CGI on their on drugs? Yeah, it's like that. It's fucking Rick and Morty movie. for days. You can watch. Like, a whole uh, what's movie the name of, that? of the the uh, the telekinetic fucking moonbeam slime thing that like touches Morty's brain and he starts he starts tripping out? It's. Uh, I don't know these guys. Are they uh, friends of yours? Alan Rick or yeah. who's eh. the who's whole the, idea is uh, Morty is have I met Morty on this train so Morty's the sidekick Rick is the 
the the father figure that takes an incredible amount of uh, uh, energy and research to you know make a better Dorito kind of thing. Mm. And like he pukes on himself a lot. It's uh they're okay. Sounds very futuristic. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I ran into you. It's funny that you were at Umami Planet because I was just, you know, I had this uh, realization while I was there. I was thinking um, about how we could, you know, like, you couldn't really live there, right? Like, you have to, you can't live at Umami Planet. It's hollow. Oh, no. There's like, I was, you couldn't stay there forever, right? I was trying to get the fuck out. I was done by week two. <laughs> I had to wait for another train, and it was just like, like, wow, I've never had this sensory experience before. Wow, I've never had this sensory experience before. Holy shit, that's a cake <laughs> and a cake and a turducken. I can't <laughs> believe it. I was just done, burned uh, out, man. Like, yeah, I actually went on a, uh, I went on a skydiving trip to see a monolith in one of their uh, high canyon deserts on the Umami planet. So there's like all of these beautiful colors of rock, all like textured, and then. Yeah, there's oh, yeah. the silver they monolith. Put the fucking monolith up there. Everybody's and taking pictures of the monolith. And it says whatever is, you're feeling. When you get there, if you, if you skydive in, you can land on the backside. And there's, yeah, there's a guy there. And he'll sell you a piece of the monolith. It turns out it's what? cake. What? It's cake. He'll cut you off a piece uh, of the monolith. I guess so. And then it's delicious. Fucking everything on that planet is cake. It's everything on that planet is cake. It's incredible. Or <laughs> It's fucking annoying. Some it's things like, are I salty. met a Tinder date. She was cake. <laughs> it was fucking annoying. I was like, oh my god, I got frosting all over me. <laughs> oh wow, I'm glad. Sounds like it went well for you. I'm glad. No, you know, it was fucking it, dude, in the, the end. It's just sort of like, oh wow, it's cake. Riding the rails. Gets lonely. Yeah. Single man yeah. out here. Encyclopedia salesman. Mm -hmm. Me. I mean, not literally, but uh, I do install intelligence augments. Uh, for people custom, so it is. It's a lot like an encyclopedia salesman in the past, except I have to travel throughout the universe, installing Augment. Uh, I never. No, never mind. We, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about what I do. You don't want to talk about what you do. I'm sure. You appear it's to all be cake, a, man. a man of business. Or you're a gonna, one day you're gonna wake up. You're gonna realize your fucking encyclopedia is just cake. It's all just gonna be cake. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. I hope they leave that on Umami Planet. I, uh, you know, I was. Uh, I think, well, I think that shit's contagious. We were there all throughout the. I was there all throughout the two the 2010s, and I actually friends of mine um, that I some people I've never met, but I feel like they're friends because we're on the internet. Uh, they wrote an article um, about it. Their name, they're a uh, a mind collective called Nemesis. They wrote an article about it, and yeah, I actually got MTV a copy people. in my bag. You should just take a read this real quick and see what you think about it. Let me know what you think about it. The Umami Theory of Value, Autopsy of the Experience Economy, by Nemesis. I guess it's copyright 2020. You know how we feel about that. Where it started. The year was 2018. Emily, one half of the consulting duo Nemesis, was in New York City for a meeting with one of our clients, a media conglomerate famous for youth engagement who'd commissioned our firm to write a report on why young people weren't having sex anymore. Once they understood this, they could tailor content to it, or so they thought. 
She was also in town to sit on a panel at the pre-launch of a contemporary art center adjacent to the biggest real estate development in New York's history. Not that anyone can remember what the talk was about. The night before her meeting, her brother took her to a new restaurant on the Upper West Side, which had been an expensive French bistro for decades, before rising rents pushed it out. Emily was entranced by the decor of the new restaurant, a honeycomb of yellow ambient light, a strong glow through amber liquor bottles, stacked two stories high, and wood communal tables polished to formality, somehow retro in style while feeling like a live digital render. More hilarious was the menu which contained only $30 French dip sandwiches. <laughs> With or without cheese. <laughs> Savage tiny cocktails with savory mixers and Instagrammable 15 layer cakes. Peering down from the mezzanine, she saw groups of young people who looked like they could be in any global luxury environment drinking these cocktails in the amber light and snapping photos of precarious impossible slices of cake and it hit her. The restaurant felt contemporary because it was boiled down to only its most savory elements and most photographable ones and the intersection of these clarified something. All of a sudden it did not seem like a coincidence. Right then she texted Marty People no longer want sex. They want umami. Here's a deal, Jack. I recorded the Nemesis article and it's half an hour long and it's not going to fit in this episode. You can find it as its own episode coming out soon or just ask us and we'll send it to you. about why young people aren't having sex anymore maybe they should look it's in because the mirror. everything's fucking cake yeah yeah so everything's cake there's no reason well because yeah just why would you fuck a cake when you could eat it especially a savory umami cake like if or you had like, a huge crab point, cake you've eaten too much and it's just fucking cake like please give me a fucking vegetable and nobody actually wants vegetables and so then you just don't want anything and you just sit there and get diabetes and die. i feel personally attacked that sounds like what i'm doing i love uh, bad things. We all do. Yes, I'm describing modern life. I'm not okay. describing you in particular. <laughs> How did you know? How did you know all that about me? You're like an astrologer <laughs> or a reader of the stars? Well, like the whole idea is, um, so I would go from the nemesis shit to like, why are people not having sex anymore? Why are there like nitrates? Uh, why is potassium nitrate in the food? Because it reduces sex drive, <laughs> like fucking Wheaties, you know. That's what the, that's uh, what some that's what hippies think. Right, but like the the idea that hippies say it is what I'm getting. 
that there is like this actual cultural connotation that these foods reduce your sex drive because they're not sexy but also they're tasty like the unsexiness of Doritos and ramen and umami in general uh, umami is kind of sexy but, though like oysters fucking mm, pizza you never had sex oh, with pizza umami in my mind is like post sex clarity mm-hmm. which like no. there's a lot of like no umami is like nut- pussy umami is like eating pussy it's like when your face when your face is in it you're like oh yeah give me one more of that every day and you just keep going. But then when you're not in it, it's like, ah, ooh, that's too salty. Yeah, but you don't see it until, like, if you want clarity on it, you need the specific type of clarity. <laughs> like, umami in a fancy restaurant or whatever the fuck, like, they're talking about is one thing, you know? Like, everything turns out to be cake or whatever the fuck. But umami, as most people interact with it, is gas station That's and the like, biopolitics here. Yeah, yeah. Like... It's not like fancy hollow shit, it's like mass-produced, minimal effort shit. Or it's both of these things, you know? Like, if one of these things, then the other is also the case. Like, if I'm out here eating fucking Doritos and ramen, then somebody else is out there eating, like, you know, fucking corn frittee or something, and like, fancy ramen. <laughs> fancy ramen. <laughs> Dude, fancy ramen is good, though, you gotta say. You gotta, I, that's I've what been- I'm eating. I am personally the one eating fancy ramen like this. I've been making fancy ramen using my own ramen. My ramen. I I always want to eat my own fancy ramen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Burrito fleshlight. Burrito fleshlight? I didn't see that in the the, uh, article. That was in the... You got a different thing from that than I did. No. But like everything that we're talking about relates to the use of a burrito as a fleshlight. That's right. Uh, so, so you're saying that you think umami is not just the luxurious um, and yet ultimately hollow sensory overload uh, and like neurostimulant that the, lo- the that the rich of umami world experience, but also it is the uh, like the cheap and yet uh, t- taste overload. Uh, processed food that everyone else has to eat because there's not enough luxury uh, food to go around, not even food. Yeah, That's it's right. caviar, but it's also MSG. Right, and the, and so I think that in the article they were saying that the, the financialization of the economy and the fact that the only thing that makes money anymore is just like increasingly like selling people addictive ads that they look at all day and and then like gambling on top of that the financialization um, is it's like all there's no there there that's what they keep saying there's no there there and we should have seen it the whole 2010s yeah. they say we were just in, uh, in a land of umami a fake uh, like a fake a suspended world yeah it's like the beginning of the um, the image economy or whatever like the the uh, the attempted disconnect of images from physical reality as like discrete commodities. The production of holograms. It was very yeah. cyberpunk in that Which, way. Everything is a production of a hologram. You're always producing a yeah. false version of you that you have to present. Yeah. But like what is lacking like the hollowness in it and like any analysis. I think that this article is interesting because the analysis is like very it's like very Marxist analysis on some like super hipster shit which you almost never see. Like 
some like actual straight up that isn't Brooklyn fucking hipster actually having an analysis that is cohesive and correct and Marxist which isn't usually all three um, how is it Marxist that, like uh, the whole process of the hollowing out and financialization hmm. um, leading to and they specifically say this is the economy we have now and we don't know what will come next and it's like thank you for not being an asshole and acknowledging that all you can see like is that they're like the the horizon of capital is the next crisis so like you get this like cycle of capital and that's sort of what defines it is like you have a crisis and then the rebuilding and then the refinancialization after the structures are like you know after the crisis you build the foundations for something new and that's slowly financialized and like alienated and hyper commodified and shit until it's just completely stupid and then you have like this other crisis that and when I say crisis, it's like this just like fundamentally stupid shit. You know, like uh, at the end of the 20s when like the whole financial crisis of the depression was caused by rich people literally had all the fucking money and weren't spending it. That sort of crisis, just stupid. And uh, the, uh, I mean, that's or, like, what's been happening. And like, in 2011, you have a similar thing where like you have more debt than actual money. Just like you just have like uh, just a fucking stupid state of affairs. That's the type of crisis that we're talking about. Like, so like the umami economy was produced by the sudden realization that money is debt. That like it's and all the money just garbage. Was, they made it up. That it was free. You know, yeah. it, that it was like it was like after, they're saying that between the, the era they're talking about is between 2008 financial crisis and 2020 financial COVID crisis. There's like yeah this period where they're like where everyone's like wait money is free they're, they're it doesn't charge they're literally like in negative interest and, and zero interest and just like borrow money use it to gamble and definitely get enough money back probably to pay back the free money yeah. that we can borrow but they also knew that that had just collapsed so now they were sort of doing it subconsciously or in denial or something you know that they have to make this free money worth something so they were putting a shitload of msg on it trying to convince people that it was like saleable <laughs> but at some point that runs out and it runs out like with the ultimate umami msg crisis the man of pl pure flavor text the cheeto himself that's the fucking crisis this produces oh that's right i didn't even you didn't even say that in there did it no this was oh. written before that oh man no they says it says at the beginning that it's that they're Umami theory starts in 2018 when they are hired by an unnamed really? client, definitely not MTV, to allegedly huh. produce documentation of what the youth are. Score one for my reading comprehension. Uh, yeah. Look, you were skimming it. We're on a train. It dip, you know, I understand. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Orange Man is the ultimate uh, like expression of luxury and Dorito at the same time. Um, yeah, that new that, money. Monosodium glutamate umami. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Put another <laughs> layer of orange on it and see if it tastes good yet. Um, and it does. It tastes so good, especially libs. Liberals and oh. moderates, conservatives, radicals, anarchists, everybody loves it. They all can't stop eating it up. New, the, the New York Times got like 60% more subscribers and money just because of all of their reporting was all about president of bad. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he's the healthiest thing out there. That's right. So, so I think I think the most interesting sentence uh, in here. All right, 
Today's rich don't generally wear the 2020 version of royal purple, something like parametrically fitted garments made of nanofibers embellished with synthetic mother of pearl, which might be the results of real growth. I like that. I think uh, that sounds, I want mother of parametrically fitted mother of pearl, fuck you money clothes. That would be sick. And even if only some people had them, people with a lot of money, that would be cooler than just people with a lot of money spending their money to on like uh, a closet full of individual Hanes t-shirts that all look the same, you know? Or like even uh, even on Umami shit. Like I think that I think it, that sentence points toward an actual vital energy that will animate the next decade, which they don't deign to make predictions about, but I think we, you and I, amongst ourselves and a listener, we can we can make predictions about the twenty twenties. We'll be right after all. We've always have been. I think that um, the so like the crisis as it is um, might just continue as a crisis, and like uh, defining it as a specific type of crisis, and like expanding like the understanding of how we experience society, um, like why is this the way it is, and then producing like an analysis not is usually completely useless except in these very specific moments where literally everyone is in a fucking time loop just like before you even in order to figure out how to stop eating doritos you have to be chewing on a dorito to remember what you were doing and like there's just like before you know it there's another dorito in your mouth and you just keep <laughs> fucking doing dope put the dorito in your mouth feel the fucking sting feel the fucking salty and then forget what you were doing, put another Dorito in your mouth to remember what you were doing, and what you were trying to do was stop eating Doritos, and, um... <laughs> the hot take diet. I don't see that... Wait. I don't see that ending until there's no more Doritos. Uh, and I don't think... I don't see the Doritos running out. Uh, like, the... the Doritos are running out. The cans no, at the, the back of the cupboard can see the light. The body is failing, not the Doritos. <laughs> the, uh... The language is failing, and, like, the... The society is what's in crisis, not the production of Doritos, like, not the production of umami. Um, and so, like, everything, all, I feel like all we can say about it is that everything pertaining to the solution is, like, uh, what's the word? It has nothing to do with the umami process. Like, it has to have the ability to flow through that process and coexist at the same time. Like, I don't know how else to describe this shit. Like, watching bad TV by yourself is not as good as watching bad TV with loved ones. You don't even have to say anything. What about watching it's much better premium TV by yourself, sir? What about watching the golden age of peak TV? Well, that's what I'm trying to say is that that's not important. All TV should be considered bad. And the badness of it, good TV is TV you watch while snuggling. Bad TV is TV you watch while wishing that you were snuggling. Like the uh, the def de the defining aspects of the umami commodity of the product of like the cycles of tasty shit or whatever the fuck uh, should be everything but that like everything but the quality of the Dorito no, like the quality of the the snack food of the fucking uh, stuff that's bad for your health that you just consume mindlessly or whatever. Like, to just completely accept it as bad and then be, enjoy it as a byproduct of 
as, as, as a medium, you know? Like, it, the medium has become the message in a way, and splitting that would be nice. To be able to be a full human being that also eats junk food constantly is totally, like, I have no judgment for that shit at all. Maybe it's the only way to be a person now. I, that's what I've been doing, yeah. Just eating junk food and watching bad TV alone and just justifying it by it's the only way to be a person. But, but, but you I, don't have to do it alone. Yeah, I mean, I live on a trip. I'm always on the road. I gotta, hey, listen, I gotta go to the snack car. You made me hungry. I gotta go to the snack car. Uh, there's a, uh, something I gotta check out there. Do you want anything? Uh, yeah, I could, I could think of something. I could think of something. I'm not really hungry, but I could eat. This is the Galactic Railroad. Please keep all belongings offspring contained at all times. Do not leave packages unattended. Do not approach unattended packages. If you like your ride with us today, visit patreon.com slash the Galactic Railroad and buy a pass. Thank you for trusting your life with us today. Do not leave unattended packages. Monosodium glutamate also known as sodium glutamate, is the sodium salt of glutamic acid. MSG is found naturally in some foods, including tomatoes and cheese. MSG is used in cooking as a flavor enhancer with an umami taste that intensifies the meaty, savory flavor of food. The meaty, savory flavor of food, as naturally occurring glutamate does in such foods as stews and meat soups. MSG was first prepared in 1908 by Japanese biochemist Kukune Ikeda, 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 who was trying to isolate and duplicate the savory taste of kombu, an edible seaweed used as a base for many Japanese soups. MSG balances, blends, and rounds the perception of other tastes. <coughs> MSG is commonly found in stock, bullion, Soups, ramen, gravy, stews, condiments, savory snacks, etc. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has given MSG its generally recognized as safe designation. It's a popular belief that MSG can cause headaches and other feelings of discomfort, known as Chinese restaurant syndrome. But blinded studies show no such effects when MSG is combined with food in normal concentrations and are inconclusive when MSG is added to broth in large concentrations. The European Union classifies it as a food additive permitted in certain foods and subject to quantitative limits. Pure MSG is reported to not have a highly pleasant taste until it is combined with a savory aroma. The basic sensory function of MSG is attributed to its ability to enhance savory taste active compounds when added in the proper concentration. The optimum concentration varies by food. In clear soup, the pleasure score rapidly falls with the addition of more than one gram of MSG per 100 milliliters. The sodium content of MSG, which is 12%, is about one-third of that in sodium chloride due to the greater mass of the glutamate counter-ion. Although other salts of glutamate have been used in low-salt soups, they are less palatable than MSG. MSG might even promote healthy eating by not only making kale more delicious, but also letting you get away with using less salt. The ribonucleotide food additives disodium inosinate and disodium guanoate as well as conventional salt, are usually used with monosodium glutamate-containing ingredients as they seem to have a synergistic effect. Super salt is a mixture of nine parts salt to 
one part MSG and 0.1 parts disodium inosinate and disodium guanolate. MSG is safe to eat. drugged milk in I your could. coffee. Sorry, if I, I don't know how long I've been gone. You, there was an adorable cat. You wouldn't believe how cute this cat was. I had to pet it. I, I almost approached it, but it was a space cat. You're not supposed to approach those. You have been gone for 24 years. Yeah, it looks like you've grown older waiting for me. I didn't know what had happened to me. The gravity well around, around the space bar. Incredible. Did I, I say space bar? I was at the snack cart and then I went to the space bar. Um, I've that's that's on the train. Been, I've just been sitting here waiting for you. Just eating. Oh shit, eating. I wanted to... What have you been eating? Which is fine. I mean, it's fine. I've just been sitting here eating snacks and stuff, so it's, it's like not a big deal. I think I might have gained weight a little You bit. had your own snacks? No. I, where I came to the snack bar to wait for you, and so there were snacks. Because we're at the snack bar, everything's made of snacks. Yeah, I went to the, I went to the space bar for a second, or for, or for longer. Drugged milk. It tastes like cinnamon <laughs> and uh, peppermint, peppermint mocha. It's delicious. That's, I'm a, uh, as you as you know user of neurostimulants, I, uh, I love to try various uh, neurotropics, and I'm, I'm in search of the ultimate uh, drug, the, the spice known as melange, so if you do know anybody who can get a hold of melange, please tell me, I can, I can travel to acquire it, if necessary. <laughs> That's uh, neither here nor so there. There's parts of this show that are like, just deliciously awkward <laughs> like and it's like genuine awkwardness because we're just sort of like I gotta finish this fucking thing god damn it I gotta finish this fucking thing <laughs> and it's like it's like Eric Andre levels of awkwardness just like what are you doing oh my god and I think I do this more than you honestly but that one was good it was just like I gotta you know cause I could go anywhere the spice, you know, I, I, can, I can do that. I'm capable of doing that. I, I would like to do I, that. Please just tell me where it is. I'll go. I have the money. <laughs> I have the money. I can. Yeah. You want? What do you want from me? I can do extraordinary things. Here, give me the money. I'll be right back. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> need you to take me to the spice house. <laughs> that is my my one condition is I gotta see the spice with my with my with my eyes, my blue blue <laughs> eyes. I gotta see if that shit works. And it, you know, this spice is spice is cool because it is uh, the overlap in the Venn diagram between the black market weapons trade and the black market drug trade. It is both a weapon and a drug, and it allows you to create time loops with your future self, which is important to do if you want to survive the 2020s. I was I don't know you've been here for 24 years. I don't know if you're still thinking about that article I once showed you, but. Um, 
I am, because it's only been moments in my life. I remember time, that right? article, fun. Yeah, yeah. You remember that article? Those were the days. Oh, yes. The golden years. I see here it is tacked up on the wall of the snack In the bar. observation deck. Brittle and tattered. We, uh, yeah, I've read this article so many times. So, the 2010s. Umami deck. Yes. The golden Nothing years. of meaning. Yes, the golden years. The roaring tens. Obama. the uh, interstellar drone wars we people don't usually just say his name out loud like that so interstellar drone wars i don't know if you've gone through that uh on that route yet but that's that is a hell of a ride obama drone bombed my heart <laughs> <laughs> the golden years of sitting on couches pretending that robots weren't killing children hey there was some very good television um Produced during that time, and true, what true. you didn't even have to have uh, television to watch it. You could watch it on your laptop or on the toilet on your handphone. I've heard, I heard it was a wonderful time. I only stopped by Omami briefly, but very nice uh, era. But then the 2020s. I actually I have some predictions to make. I know we've been on this this time loop on this train for decades apparently but I've been I'm sure we'll get for 24 years for you to tell me what your predictions are for the 2020s I'm sure we're gonna I arrive am. in the 2020 platform any minute so I should get to it quickly huh? you okay are you okay give me a moment I have to prepare myself it looks like you're <laughs> visibly older and oh is that blood that blood? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. You What's gonna happen in the 2020s, man? Have you been smoking the government standard cigarettes? The no. ones that, those are just I've for been testing ignition a lot of purposes. Dust, uh, oh yeah, you've been in here. Bags. A lot Everything's of bags just orange and flavorful. Is there actually a floor Chocolate. under the bags? Or where's the floor? Or like, is the bag yeah. floor? Orange haze in the air from all the fucking dust. This, this Tell me about the twenties, like, like a fucking What's gonna come next? plague vessel, man. You're gonna infect any world you get to. What's with gonna come next? Infection. I Biology. just wanna know. Biology, Michael. Clear the air. Open a window. Biology is coming in. But <laughs> <laughs> I brought biology back from the future. We're uh. How are you gonna dig my biology out from underneath all this nacho cheese? Uh, we... Look, cheese can be alive. I believe that we discussed that the last time we met. Uh, How are you gonna separate the living cheese from the dead cheese? Usually the dead cheese forms guess skin on the outside. You can use a knife to separate the living cheese from the inside. How do I know you're Maybe not cheese? Maybe around. You're dead cheese. You know that? <laughs> um, sit down and open a window. Stand up. Get your heart head Help straight. Get your heart right. Stars, sir. Uh, get out from under that heaping pile of aluminum bags and uh, come help me with this window. It's, we gotta open a hatch like, or something. It's disgusting in here. It's like what Philip K. Dick said when he was on the way out when he was losing his mind. 
and the cheese talked to him from beyond, right? It's like, are you my wife? Or are you just dead cheese? You know? Because there's like, <laughs> uh, how do you tell, you know, like, like a Gouda, like a, like an aged cheddar or something from like an American cheese, which is just processed cheese. It's just dead cheese. It's artificial cheese, man. How do you tell the difference? Because I think, I think that it's just, uh, oh, hey, I haven't seen you in forever. How you doing? I've been waiting for you to talk to me about this article for like four years. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like uh, the, you're, possibly your synapses have been intercepted by some sort of incredibly fine-grained cheese dust, and you have cheese brain now. I just can't stop eating it. It's so good. <laughs> I'm just sitting here waiting for you, and I'm just yeah. eating stuff, and I think I've eaten a little bit away. No. Listen, I'm sure that we can What's get you out of this train. I'm sure that we can get you out of this train car with enough grease. And when we get to the 2020s, they'll have medicine to heal you. Because the 2020s are about biology. That's what I was trying to tell you. Umami is about hacking your biology from the outside using the most simplified API endpoints, which is to say like your five senses. It just like, the umami world just grabs you by your senses and is like, look, a fucking hologram, a delicious flavor, a smell, a thing that's on your dick. It's wet, it's warm, it's a burrito. And you love it and it's cheesy and here you are. You have cheese break. I guess I do have a burrito on my deck, huh? <laughs> you can, uh, you, I'll let you clean it. Um, I'll just look this way, out the window. Oh, I almost saw, almost saw a truck do a flip. That was cool. Anyway, the, excuse me, the 2020s are going to be about biotech because everybody in 2020 loses their mind about a virus that tries to kill them and they get a vaccine that they think is this is their savior and they all realize that their brains are fucked up and mush but they don't know what to do about it because they think it's just the other guys and um and then AlphaFold yeah. figures out proteins in late 2020 and from from there once you start figuring out protein folding computationally it's just a matter of engineering and then it just explodes synthetic biology explodes then you start having a a healthcare-based so society. Now that, now that you can model proteins, there is no difference between real and fake cheese. You can just print cheese on the cheese maker if you wanted. I don't know. But what you can would. print real cheese, living cheese, not dead cheese, like not yeah. nacho cheese, not Dorito or Cheeto cheese. You can print real-ass cheese, Ooh, and it's okay. actually living cheese. That's right. That's right, Mike. You can print the living cheese. You can grow it on the inside of the So what you're trying to say is that androids actually do dream of... Electric cheese. Uh, yeah. Like... Hmm. I suppose so. It's amazing how we're but, in the same room and you're in a shadow and I'm in a sunbeam. How is this happening? It's the... Like, I'm not really too into fucking being in the sunlight right now because I'm kind of like covered in cheese and I feel like the process of washing myself clean of it will hurt me. And honestly, I'm so deep in this that I couldn't tell you the difference between uh, the qualitative difference between 
good at bad things. Yeah. What does that mean? It means if you eat something and it's salty and it makes you want to eat it again, does that just fundamentally make it good? Does eating something and like, because there's a lot of things that you eat and they're not salty and they don't even taste good, but you're like, kind of proud of vegetables. You gotta eat vegetables sometimes, they're good for you. And uh, the burning out of I figured it out. I figured it out. No, I had turned off my vocal modulator. I've got this vocal modulator that modulates my voice. And if I don't use it, then uh, my voice is too small to be heard. Because I'm very shy. Mm -hmm. So, the post of mommy economy, uh, the 2020s, man. Once you can't tell the difference between real and fake cheese anymore, once it's all just cheese, like, and it's essentially all fake, but it's all artificial, which makes it real again. Uh, the production of vegetables is the thing. Like, the actual, like, the only hope I can drag out of it is that people will stop eating, stop giving a shit about, like, Doritos will completely saturate the environment until they're no longer acknowledged to exist. It will just be like a pure substrate of MSG through which we move. There's not even a chip <laughs> under that chip, is what you're saying. Is the chip is all MSG. There's no more chip. Yeah, the chip is gone. It's just MSG. Well, that's where we're at now. It's all we can taste is MSG. But at some point, your ability to perceive MSG will go away. I think that's already happened. To me, to me when I walk into a building, that has Edison lights and uh, like met, uh, brushed steel railings and exposed brick and uh, raw wood and the gentrification soundtrack. If if I if I yeah if, yeah if I go in if if I go into a place and they're playing World Music Volume Three on the stereo and uh, all of their tables have like uh, like weird artifacts glued to them. Yeah, yeah. I feel comfortable and I'm like ah this environment and <laughs> I have reached I have I'm saturated social standard I'm like all right I'm saturated <laughs> like I can't get any more used to a mommy I fucking swim in it I I go I go around and I'm either like this place is a shitty dump where everybody's looking at me weird and I'm going to leave or this place is overly fancy or arbitrary or I'm like Oh, this place is the weird middle ground standard nothing place, and at least in the nothing place, nobody fucking looks at me weird. Yeah, nobody the looks Starbucks at me at all. Effect. The Starbucks effect. It's it's easy. You it's literally so, become nothing. Starbucks is very umami because people still think that it is somehow the good coffee, even though it is like very clearly the bad coffee, and yeah. by like you can tell by drinking it, but also it's everywhere. How could it be that good? It's not luxury, but it's mediocre. And they actually talk about that in there. Your favorite, uh, your favorite guy, uh, VGR, Vigitesh Rao. He's uh, Derrida. 
know, he wrote about premium mediocrity. And that and that sort of sums up the twenty tens. Is everything is premium mediocre. It's like look, Primo it's Game of Thrones. Late night TV. It's the best titty yeah. show on TV. You can watch dragons, there's boobs, there is a drama, people fuck their cousins or sisters or something, there's a midget, yeah. there's it's it's yeah. hilarious, and then it just ends badly and everyone immediately forgets about it forever. And that's like the twenty tens. Yeah. It was hollow, there's no there there. George Martin doesn't know how to end those books. He was hoping the TV show would do it. They didn't. There's never been an ending to these books. Nobody no, knows what's... Why it's would a shaggy it dog story. Yeah. It's literally it's a Dorito. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just a... It's snack food. Right, that's why they come such a it's big the, the most... The only important Game of Thrones moment is the only good Game of Thrones moment is when What's-His-Face is talking about the smashing of the Beatles. The duh, duh, duh. He's talking about his cousin who like had some sort of brain injury and like his couldn't really communicate and just his favorite thing in the world was just to kill bugs and he's just describing this guy this kid just killing bugs and trying to get the kid to stop killing bugs and the kid's like nope kill bugs <laughs> and it's like clear that this is a metaphor for like like why do we exist in this fictional universe where we're just constantly raping and killing and fucking each other up and uh, the person he's talking to is like, I don't know. We just exist in a fictional universe where we're just forced to constantly kill and like fuck each other up. And like everything's horrible. That's just the way it is. <laughs> like it's the only justification for the show. Everything else is just stupid. Like that's the context that pins the whole show where it needs to go of like, nothing was happening. So we did bad shit. <laughs> To make spicy happen. Yeah, you know? that's right. Everyone was at home chilling, <laughs> Netflixing and chilling, and watching Game of Thrones. Nothing really was happening. Yeah. Everything was There's everything like bad whole... was getting ignored. The general level yeah. of shittiness was maintained by laziness, not by like cruelty or malice or even like active, uh, like ignorant decision making. It's just like well, it's like a cybernetic control system, like clamping everyone to the chair and stuff. Right, yeah, it was like, it was like, sedating the whole zones of interaction and like inflating other ones. Yeah, but the, I think the important thing, like, for especially from that scene and that whole, the whole social scene of that is that that's pretty much like an origin myth of the universe. That nothing was happening. And so fucking brain-damaged God just started smashing beetles. Yeah, the, that's how the, the, most, the only teleology I can get down with. If you if you're gonna tell me yeah. there's an intelligent creator behind this universe, I'm going to assume that that dude's a sicko, sicko god theory, yeah. sicko mode god. Yeah, but that smashing of beetles, that like that feeling itself, that like the creation of that world, like the creation of that myth and the creation of that world is produced by the cybernetic systems that are designed to clamp us into the fucking chairs, and like. That feeling that there's like an idiot god that's just smashing beetles and that's just what it is, so go to work tomorrow. That is designed and produced like umami. Mm -hmm. That like is umami in my mind. That is the fundamental basic structure of it. That like there's nothing better to do, shove another one of these in your mouth. 
<laughs> well, but it feels like it constantly, when you're on one of these binges, like if you're getting Twitter followers, or if, if you're like getting, you know, Instagram photos and becoming uh, a well-known, good-looking person about town, it feels like a status game that you're going to win or succeed at. Yeah. If you're getting, like, yeah. prestige at a university for doing, like, unreproducible social science research that just, like, has, like, a bunch of p-hacked, uh, like, bullshit going on and it's just, like, confirming your hypothesis based on uh, just those stories that you made up, you're... That whole world that feels that's like video games it feels like you're getting points you're getting points your brain is your little brain is getting points and i think yeah. that goes to what you were like intimating earlier about uh, neurotransmitters how like was that you telling me that anyway dopamine yeah the like i'm getting another chip out of, in the, is there another chip in this bag dopamine, dopamine. is there another chip in this yeah. bag is there another chip the, in this uh, bag dopamine circuit yeah am i gonna get likes if i post some dumb shit <laughs> i'm gonna get likes if i post some dumb shit am i gonna get likes if no, i post say some something dumb about shit dicks, bro. i'm gonna get likes if i post some dumb shit am i gonna oh. get likes if i post some dumb shit i'm gonna get likes if i post some dumb shit that's like a that's gonna that's they play yeah. that at the drum circle just weird al yankovich doing the robot <laughs> what's he, it he just destroyed me i that's gonna be in my head all day all year, maybe. Yeah. I'm gonna like get the boot tamping on the human face. When you think of the future, imagine Weird Al Yankovic doing the robot forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's the sky above there's like the portal was the right? There's like the Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. <laughs> the there's there's like the get Facebook likes circuit and the eat Dorito circuit, and then there's the fancy ramen circuit and the. Uh, that, ooh, this is so special for me, sir. Uh, hmm. The serotonin people thing. start getting the serotonin. Festivals. Yeah, like the hippie culture serotonin shit. Like uh, fucking yeah. yoga bitch serotonin. Yeah, that, shit. yeah that's that's, like, that's a you gotta say sorry. Say sorry. You can't. Oh, sorry. You I can't say bitch, bitch on the train. Sorry. I meant to say. Yeah. Yoga idiot is preferred. And um, the the serotonin junkies that are like, ah, I need to take some time for me. To feel myself, just self stretch care. out, self-care, think about my problems, process them, get other people to talk about them, and yeah. get really tingly all over in my body, feel like I'm floating. That's the serotonin time, right? Yeah, I suppose so. I don't even know if that's actually serotonin, but that's what I'm yeah, talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, serotonin is like the direction um, in in like mind space. Serotonin is the same direction as yeah, it's like snack, 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 snack. Okay, it's Friday night. It's time to eat mushrooms and Molly and go get something in your butt. Yeah, that's serotonin day. That's serotonin yeah. day. Yeah, cocaine is dopamine. Uh, LSD is serotonin. And I can't recommend LSD like more to anyone. I'm not allowed to recommend LSD anymore to anyone. It's my government mandate. Which one is Molly? <laughs> she's yeah. Molly. She's the redheaded one from the Brat Pack. Molly Ringwald. She was in 16 no, Candles. I mean, <laughs> people do a shitload of ecstasy and they're fried out the next day. It's because they lack dopamine or serotonin or both. It's, uh, 
Specifically, it's because they have reuptaked all of their serotonin and they haven't produced more. Also, um, Molly uh, or ecstasy, which is also known as MDMA, I've read on the internet that it also um, does a bunch of oxytocin stuff. Now, oxytocin is when you're getting cuddles and feel good about people, and you're sharing your your internal backstage like heart with them. That is premium OnlyFans content right there. Actual oxytocin exchange. Yeah, and that might be the 2020s. Like the the like. Can you imagine taking your mask off in public and just breathing your like right close to somebody like you're about to kiss? How fucking and gross and disgusting that would be. Smelling them and they yeah. smell so good. Yeah. And you're both into it. And other people show up and they're breathing on you too and they're into it and you're into it. And everybody just fucking loves each other and they're just smelling each other. Yeah, you're at your pod. Like, you're in your pod cuddling in your in your pod together in your cuddle pod with the people you're allowed to cuddle with, who you know are biologically safe because they haven't been infected with any types of warfare. Um, no, man, just walking down the street breathing on people because they love it. Just imagine how ecstatic that would be. Everyone just breathes on you and you can smell that they support you and who you are. <laughs> and, and you're learning about each other and no. it's wonderful. And you're no. biologically interfacing. Can no, you imagine how lovely that I'm putting my helmet on. Uh, listener, if you want, if you too want to wear a space helmet uh, instead of a stupid little cloth face mask, you just have an entire ass space helmet with an opaque face mask uh, or face shield so that you don't even have to talk to people or look at them or, you or let them know me. you're looking at them. Or you can do you can you wear can a t-shirt on your face and a bike helmet. <laughs> you can, yeah, you can, you can rob a bank wearing anything, but a t-shirt on your face and a bike helmet will definitely confuse them. No, I mean, not about that I mean, it's all about that jam. I mean, backpack, that Walmart bike helmet, and the I'm with shithead t-shirt strapped to your face. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I told you, I told you not to tell me anything about your job. I don't want to know what kind of banks you rob. I'm an encyclopedia <laughs> salesman, officially. I don't want, I don't need any details about anything that is allegedly happened. Um, I'm just here to try to. To try to sell intelligence arguments, not to you, obviously. Uh, you're good. You don't need to get any more intelligent. Yeah, I'm hopeless. You're. <laughs> <laughs> you're you might not. You don't seem to have any more ports to attach to, anyway. Um, I don't know where you got this huge Marxist module. This is like an ancient, huge serial port Marxist module that you're operating on. This thing is like very bulky. You know, they sleep your modules these days. Marxists yeah. without reading. Have you tried it? Uh, 1995. <laughs> so I think, I think biology is coming. But you uh, think that nothing is coming. It's only going to get hollower. Is that right? Mm -hmm. I think that this, the, uh, the financialization of new markets is necessary to continued existence of the capitalist machinery. Hell yeah. And uh, <laughs> so when they find a new market, they're going to expand into it, conquer it, etc., etc. And I think oxytocin is the next one. Mm. So uh, and, uh, Jeff Bezos sells you an app that lets you hook up with people through a glory hole, through a, through a large 
opaque plastic sheet. No, it means that most people, most people can't afford to touch each other. like can life when I, I mean the, we're there uh, now right we're all getting it becomes more expensive to break through the walls and so like uh the building of that intercan infrastructure like uh as we're each increasingly isolated biologically the building of the infrastructure to share oxytocin and create dopamine and serotonin cycles together is like at some point Either you do that or you don't exist. And like, like I think it's totally chill to want to become completely like a non-person and become part of a larger social body. I think that's fine. I think that's a valid choice to make. And like, uh, I would hope that people make it consciously if that's what they want to do. It's not really but a choice also, though. Like, you've, we're already uh, we're already all part of a slime that's on this planet like we're locked into a system together what? so you don't you just not like you can just go be free somewhere else and uh time is like, a flat off, circle you can't get off the train you know there is no off the train there's only the platform so that's what i'm saying i'm not against someone choosing to do that i'm against the uh imposition of it where it don't belong like um uh, like if I want to have meaningful relationships instead of anonymous sex, then like, uh, that's, you know, that's valid. Like, uh, and I think that times are rapidly approaching where like, it's increasingly difficult to have long-term friendships and like human connections with people. And um, God forbid you actually fucking touch another human being. And, um, the, uh, you see an increasingly reactionary mode around it. Like, <clears throat> everybody wants to touch each other. But, like, not everyone is like, COVID does not exist. Masks are a scam. I'm going to go cough on my grandmother. That reaction is the result of, like, the pain that people feel, you know? Yeah, but it's, it's too much the result of a dissonance. Lack of, it's, it's the result of a lack of, uh, an actual answer a lot like fascism has failed revolutions you know it's like failed programming and like we don't have the infrastructure for the oxytocin economy yet but we're entering the oxytocin economy and so everyone's just flipping out just like they're fritzing out and breaking down because they don't actually have a way to react coherently uh, progressively or whatever in a forward direction you know to actually build anything so they just react and fritz out And that's where you get all the fucking traditional man too, like fucking, you know, like you're supposed to have these specific qualities and blah 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 blah, and be cottage core, all this other shit. <laughs> fucking uh, reactionary traditional is all a reaction to um, the increasing scarcity of human pheromones and human activity and human experience and humanity is increasingly fucking scarce. This is like an anti. This is like an anti-modernity, like basic ludism thing that, like attitude that has carried through multiple industrial revolutions now, though. And like, right, like we're gonna figure it out. I, 
That's the argument I'm not making, that we won't figure it out, that humanity will be overrun by the alien or whatever the fuck. Like, no, we're just going to change, we're going to adapt, we're going to make something new. But before we make something new, everyone's going to have a fucking heart attack. Uh, yeah, some people are. I'll agree with that. <coughs> they're, uh... They're also... Wait, I'm... Wait. Up, oh, I'm going offline. Up. Oh. No. Something's... You know. No. Hey, cat, hey, get off the... The space cat is in here. The space cat just turned off my camera, so you couldn't see the space cat arrived right from the future. On the button. <laughs> yeah, what up, dude? Little dude. Little dude. All right. I think the space cat is trying to tell me I've, that I've, I've got to go. Um, you gotta go work. We should continue this conversation. Yeah, I might. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>